Hey everyone, welcome to the Mass Construction Show with today's guest, Mike Fish, President and CEO of Delbrook J.K. Scanlon. I'm your host, Joe Kelly, and this is the podcast about all things construction in Massachusetts and beyond. In this episode, Mike speaks about having large company sophistication with small company love and how that plays out in his company. During our conversation, it becomes clear that Delbrook JKS focuses heavily on investing in their people's education, health, and growth opportunities. Mike uses the words grit, accountability, and integrity, but more often uses the words fun, family, and love. Words you don't hear that often from CEOs, which makes a lot of sense when you hear how much his employees enjoy working for him. Investing in people seems to be working out well for the team at Gelbrook JKS. Going over the $4 million mark this year means we should probably pay attention to what they're doing. Enjoy the show. Hey, Mike. Welcome to the Mass Construction Show. Joe, nice to see you. <clears throat> Thanks for making the trip over. Uh, conveniently right down the street from a project you just finished up, right? Absolutely. Was yeah. it uh, Oak Row? Yep, it? Oak yep. Row. Yep, yep. over yep. on the VFW in West yep. Roxbury. Yep. A little, uh, little history. Uh, the first project we ever did as a company where uh, I was actually a young superintendent, was right across the street from the Hebrew Rehab Center. Get out. Yeah. Ah, yeah. I had no yeah. idea. I didn't, we didn't preface yeah. this question. Yeah. Uh, so this is... The, uh, the Sophia Snow House, right? Oh, yes, I'm familiar with it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I did not pick the colors of the building. That was, no. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's not a beautiful piece of architecture, but yeah. 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 Um, so, Mike, um, I find your company pretty intriguing. Um on a couple of fronts, um, it seems like you guys are the quietest major player in Massachusetts mm-hmm. a- around. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a mischaracterization. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when I talk to people about volume numbers and I start hearing things like 300 million, 400 million being tossed around, usually the response I get from people is, what? Mm-hmm. You know, um, <clears throat> they don't really associate that with mm-hmm. Delbrook JKS. So, um, you know, it's been impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, what's really been the driver behind that? You know, is it intentional? Is it market conditions? Um, mm-hmm. how, how did this, how did the growth play out? How did this, this yeah. happen over this past well, maybe, would you say five, five years or so? Yeah, it's been pretty well, intense. Yeah, well, well, first and foremost, that's, uh, that's nice to hear. Uh, yeah. uh, we like it that it's quiet and yeah. you know, ultimately, uh, you know, our job as builders is to, you know, really serve our clients' needs. So, hmm. you know, it's really not about us. It's really about, you know, the project and the team and, and, you know, who we're working with. So nice to hear, but, uh, you know, our growth really is not a major focus. You know, it's definitely part of running a business when mm-hmm. you're, you know, kind of doing the numbers and, but ultimately, you know, our goals are really to do the right thing, uh, you know, treat people well. That's, you know, upstream and downstream. And if we can stick to our core values and, you know, really just doing what we say we're going to do, you know, good things will, will tend to come of that, yeah. you know. So, uh, you know, first, you know, secondly, uh, or probably firstly, uh, you know, I'm lucky to be surrounded by a lot of really good people mm. where construction really is the ultimate team game. So. You know, we're only as good as the people, you know, all across the board in our company, but also our subcontractors. And lastly, luck. I'd say so. We, uh, you know, came about to be in, uh, you know, a time where, you know, things were picking up and, you know, the sectors that we're in, we were able to, you know, kind of, you know, ride some of that wave of the economy and, and take advantage of a good situation. So. Yeah. So <clears throat> I won't uh, buy into your, your luck theory. Uh, I, w- I will give you the fact that, yes, um, you know, the, the market certainly has something to play. But it's interesting. You said 
you were talking about, you know, executing and having mm-hmm. the right people. So mm-hmm. um, seems to make sense. Is that you're kind of thinking of if you do a good job and you execute, mm-hmm. you don't even need to be thinking about growth. It, yes. It, it, it comes yeah. to you. Yeah. You know, right? you know, we never look at it, you know, how are we going to define success this year? Well, it's going to be, uh, you know, 100 million, 400 million, you know, a billion. Mm-hmm. That's never really in our sights. You know, mm-hmm. it's, okay, we need to execute really well on these projects and, you know, good things will happen from there. And, you know, the market sectors we're in, um, you know, the, the four major sectors are the affordable housing, you know, the market rate housing, mm-hmm. um, you know, healthcare and education uh, and, and commercial. Um, so each one of those sectors were at different points and, you know, uh, you know, a win in the housing sector may be a, you know, a larger size job or, you know, finishing a certain time where, a win in our healthcare or educational sector is a much different size win, but still just important for our company's diversification. So, yeah. you know, it really, you know, ranges in the spectrum of, you know, size and scope and, you know, so it, it's never really a, you know, a, a volume piece. So Got it. Yeah, no, I think that's a, a, the, and, and who am I to say, but mm-hmm. no, it's asking my opinion, but to me, I think it's a flawed um, approach if you're looking at it from a pure revenue standpoint. Yeah. Because... That's an arbitrary number. Yeah. If you have a company and, say, okay, next year we want to do, yeah. you know, 50 million. Okay, and, well, why? And, you know what I mean? I, I and at be, what I, expense? Yeah. You know? I got to be fully honest with you. Please. It's hard not to do. <laughs> you know, it's... Yeah, and uh, maybe you know better than me, but maybe I'm, you know, maybe I'm overstating mm-hmm. what I'm saying, mm-hmm. but maybe more appropriately said would be that shouldn't be the core of yes. what's yeah. driving you. Yeah, absolutely. No, you know, absolutely. Because um, then I think you get into at what expense are you taking that project mm-hmm. um and it's it's uh, to me i listen to your approach i say mm-hmm. that makes more sense than me you know it, do, do the right thing and yeah. that growth will you be know, a byproduct it, versus yeah. a decision it, it, driver it, it, and that was really the one thing you know i took from my dad you know mm-hmm. with me he was pretty quiet <laughs> and you know kind of throw him in the pool and see if he can learn how to swim <laughs> you know then kind of a coaching and mentoring thing but you know, the one thing he really instilled into me is the only thing you have is your reputation, you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, if you have your reputation, you can, you know, have great jobs, you can make money, you can lose money, but you still have your reputation. Yeah. You know, if you don't have your reputation, you don't have any opportunity. Yeah. So, you know, as our company's grown, we've tried to really keep, you know, construction is a simple business made very challenging and complex by a lot of the people in the dynamics. So, yeah. It's very easy to, to fall down a rabbit hole of, of making something, you know, very complicated. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and we're guilty of that sometimes. But we really try to always pull back and keep our SOPs and, and keep our, you know, policies. Let's keep them simple and let's keep them focused on, you know, if you do the right thing when nobody's looking, good things will tend to happen to you. Yeah. you know, pretty, I, pretty good life uh, yeah. life yeah. strategy as well, I would say, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Now, how about the J.K. Scanlon piece? Um, was that acquisition um, a you know a geographical yeah. piece? What like what was the thought process behind yeah. acquiring J.K. Scanlon, well, or was it yeah. their talent? What was like? Yeah, well, you know, <clears throat> once again, I, I chalk a little bit of that up to to kind of a lucky what? situation <laughs> that that fell on our lap. But really, what happened was, you know, we got our start in two thousand five. Uh, and started off with, you know, myself and, uh, you know, my father and two other employees and really got our start in the affordable housing sector. Uh, and I think our first year we did 10 million and 
or next year we did 30 and you know then we're getting into 2008 2009 and luckily for us you know when the market crashed the affordable housing was really one of the only markets that just didn't stop mm. you know obviously it was affected but uh you know there were era funds and different grants right that kept the affordable housing still moving obviously you know not at full speed but you know if you looked at the market rate housing or you know some of the other sectors they just really stopped Died. yeah so we were lucky that we were able to benefit from that and actually were able to grow you know throughout you know 0908 uh, you know, my father passed away in 2010, uh, and, uh, you know, so we actually took a little step back that year. We went from 60 to 40, uh, but then come 2011, the market rate housing comes back, you know, and we're in a position as a company where we're, you know, young, we're lean, we're aggressive, and you can transfer that affordable housing, right, mm-hmm. into, uh, you know, a market, market rate. rate housing project. You know, they're very different, but from a building standpoint, you know, we could sell that to... Yeah you know, the clients. Um, So really started to come back, uh, you know, 2011. And when we sat there uh, saying, what do we want to be? You know, and and at the time we're, you know, obviously in the open shop market. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I grew up, uh, you know, working for a large, you know, you know, union based, you know, Suffolk at the time. Yeah. uh, And saw a lot of the benefits of the large company, you know, the sophistication, the learning and development, you know, but also saw some of the differences, um, you know, of the difference of a large company, small company. And, you know, our mentality uh, was, you know, in one line, you know, large company sophistication, but small company love. So I have all the great bells and whistles of, you know, some of those big billion dollar a year firms, yep. but still have that small company love, we call it. And, you know, the market sectors we picked really were, you know, the housing, right, the affordable in the market. And we said, okay. What can we bring to the open shop market, right? That's gonna, you know, give us an advantage. Uh, you know, construction's a, uh, a cutthroat business, and Absolutely. so how can we differentiate ourselves? So, we looked at healthcare and education, and uh, so that was, you know, 2010, 2011, and we realized, right, we had a long road ahead of us, right? You know, that starts banging on doors, and please let me, you know, do your five dollar job where I'll change your toilet, and yep. you know, you kind of go from there and go from there, and. You know, uh, uh, early 2012, uh, you know, I got a phone call. I'll, I'll never forget where I was and what I was doing and, you know, where the, the J.K. Scanlon opportunity. And, you know, looking at Scanlon, you know, really dominated the Cape and Island market. Uh, you know, um, built everything from public to healthcare to island to housing to, you know, any type of project. You know, uh, they had built it and they had done it well for, for 30 years. Um, so we saw that as an opportunity not only to diversify geographically, um, you know, down, you know, uh, office in East Falmouth and, you know, work on Nantucket, the Vineyard and you know, Hyannis, but also uh, diversify market sector wise where, you know, uh, we could build, uh, you know, from their portfolio of, you know, healthcare work, commercial work, Schools. you know, school work, you know. They do a fair amount of public work before. They, they, yeah. they did. Um, and that was a great sector for them, you know, but it was very um, strategic in that, okay. uh, you know, where we're at now, we're never really going to bid on the debt of middle school. Um, okay. You know, that's just a, a, a different beast, but we do a lot of public work on the islands, um, you know, Provincetown, you know, close to the Cape. Where it's a little bit remote, a little bit different than your mainstream, you know, public. public and we're starting to dabble a little bit in the in the 149A market as well, too. Okay. And um, now, is that 
somewhat strategic as well, thinking about a little more protection on the downside yeah. of the economy? Or? Yeah, you know, uh, um, as a, uh, you know, open shop contractor, they're, you know, the, the 149 opportunities are a little bit limited. Mm-hmm. Um, but we see, uh, you know, with the more prevalence of the, you know, 5 over 1, 5 over 2 wood frame, that's an area that we have a lot of experience in. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're hoping down the road there can be some opportunities there for us. Now, you mentioned that you started out in the affordable mm-hmm. housing side of things. Mm-hmm. Was there a reason behind that? Like, uh, was, it seems like a strange yeah. place well, to start. Well, once again, you know, pure luck. Uh, you know, my father's history was, uh, you know, grew up uh, in the Boston area, you know, started as a, as a small contractor. His father was a contractor as well, was also a, uh, a building inspector for the city of Boston, so... Go figure. I had no idea. Uh, we have something public, in common. Yeah, doing doing public work in the city of Boston. I don't know if you know, but I was a building inspector I, I for eight and a half years. Okay, very in well. the city of Boston. Yep, okay, yep. Yeah. yep. That was uh, uh, probably a, a multiple decades difference, but uh, wow. I had no idea. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, he really you know got his prevalence uh, in the seventies uh, and sixties, starting to build those you know HUD buildings for you know third party developers and. He thought to himself, well, you know, and that was back in the days where you could literally go to HUD, uh, they'd approve your application, and you'd get a $12 million loan to build a high-rise, right? Obviously, it's a little different Different now, now, and there's probably 17 different funding structures that, you know, affordable housing developers need to go to. But, you know, he was building those and saw that he said, maybe this is an opportunity for me. So he got his start, you know, uh, uh, in the development business, uh, you know, in that affordable housing realm. So... Uh, and then he often, uh, you know, then he transitioned that into the management side, into the PVD properties, you know, in the 80s. And um, so that was really my father's strong okay. suit. Um, but at the beginning, where we started was uh, uh, PVD. Uh, my other brother's company was, um, you know, on the uh, on the end of, uh, you know, going out of business. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we really stepped in for two clients uh, that, uh, you know, you know, talked to me and talked to my father and said, you know, look, We've done a lot of work over the line and uh, over the times, and you know, please don't let the bonding company come in, um, you okay. know, because that's a not a fun experience. Yes. So, yep. I'm proud to say those were our first two clients, and okay. uh, um, you know, walking into those projects was a, a challenging, oh, uh, unique situation. Only could uh, imagine. Wow. Yeah. But you know, it, it it really helped guide us on what we wanted to be, and uh, uh, once again, looking at that challenge where hey, this is uh, you know a tough situation. How can we flip this and you know, I'm very proud to say it was, uh, you know, Rogerson Communities and Planning Office and Urban Affairs, and I will always be grateful to them. And I'm mm-hmm. proud to say we've done multiple projects for them, uh, you know, since. since. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's excellent. Yeah. So it's a, it's actually a decent segue. You, what's your concern moving forward with the fact that, you know, as you kind of alluded to, the multifamily, mm-hmm. four over one, five over one <clears throat> wood frame construction is you know, multifamily residential, mm-hmm. fairly susceptible to substantial market swings. Mm-hmm. Um, you must have some concern around yeah, that? Yeah, concern oh, well, around that? a tremendous amount of concern, you know. Um, so, you know, really, just from, from watching it, um, you know, the, 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 the manpower shortage, right, the construction escalation costs, you know, have been consistent over the last five years if we've seen this, this market really explode. Um, mm-hmm. And the, the demand for it is, is obviously still there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, you've seen this massive growth over the last five, six years. And, you know, it started to flatten out a little bit. 
Um, so, you know, if you go by the, the cycles of, you know, well, 10 years. 7 to 10 years. Yeah, is yeah, 7 to 10 right? years. Yep. Here we are in, you know, uh, year 9 or something. 2019, yeah, yeah. that's 65 degrees. What's, yeah. you know, what's going on with that? But, um, you know, so there's that. And then, you know, I'm not a finance guy, but you start hearing about inverted yield curves and, you know, mm-hmm. all these different things going on in the market up and down. And, uh, you know, obviously politically, there's a, uh, it's a unique situation yeah. we're in politically right now. Yeah. Um, so there's all those external factors that, that you know, uh, 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 can scare you. But, you know, what we really look at is, you know, there's a lot of those things that are outside of our control. Mm-hmm. You know, let's focus on what we can. And it's been very hard, but we have have been very disciplined um, about, okay, how do we get more, you know, in the educational market? How do we get more into the healthcare market? How can we take advantage of the geographic advantages we do have, you know, with an office down in the Cape and... You know, an infrastructure to work on Nantucket and Martha's Vineyard and those things. Uh, given that you know we can't predict what's going to happen, you know, uh, you know, six weeks, six months, six days, six years from now. Right. But given something does happen, we have some flexibility to, you know, hopefully the the markets that we're in, if one goes down, the others can help pick it up. Okay. And, so you're so. consciously trying to balance yes. things out yep. as best you can. Yep. Well, well, it's hard too because, uh, uh, you know, if you look at, you know, for us, uh, you know, a, a big housing job in the market rate sector can be, you know, anywhere from $30 million to, you know, $150 million, hmm. right? Um, and a big educational job, right, for us is, you know, anywhere from 5 to $15 million, right? So... Uh, you know, you look at the, uh, you know. It's harder to balance that yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's easy to say we want to be diversified, but you really got to make the commitment that, you know, we only have X amount of staff and mm-hmm. X amount of resources, and these are the best places to apply them. And, you know, looking at the long-term game where it's it's probably more beneficial for us as a company to do a, uh, you know, uh, an educational job at a, at a lower fee that's a little more aggressive, right? Mm-hmm. But building that resume and building those connections and building those references as opposed to doing, you know, another, you know, $50 million, you know, multifamily project where we've built, you know, yeah. 50 of them, you know, that doesn't really move the needle, right? Yeah. It, it must be difficult, though. I mean, because oh. <laughs> I have to imagine you guys are really good at executing on that multifamily mm-hmm. residential. Mm-hmm. And it has to be real hard. Oh, I know it's... even myself, I get a lot of work that comes to me now that mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. saying no to, you mm-hmm. know, and... Mm-hmm. Um, well, and, and, and once again, it's very easy to say we're going to do that on a podcast and on, <laughs> on, on, on a beautiful day. But, you know, when the rubber meets the road and someone you throws know, a job in your yeah, lap, and... Jobs and we really just try to be balanced, you okay. know, and ultimately our number, you know, I, I feel and I feel our senior leaderships feel a, a deep sense of gratitude and loyalty and respect for, for our employees. And we look at it as, you know, um, you know, we have about 90 families down the Cape and South Coast and. You know, uh, you know, about 110 families in the Quincy, you know, office that we're responsible for. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, looking at that, we got to make the best decisions. Um, but, you know, you try to be, try to try to do both. Mm. Okay. But, you know, going back to the growth thing, you know, our strategy has never, ever been, you know, find the work and then we'll find the people later. Yeah. Um, you know, <clears throat> you're only as good as your people. And there's, uh, you know, the only, you know, probably the best way to screw up your reputation fast is other than screwing up a punch list is, you know, you know, getting a job and then not having the right team to execute it. And, you know, because it takes 50 good jobs to negate one bad one. Yes. Yep. For sure. Mm -hmm. So we talked about growth because I would have been remiss not to 
Mm-hmm. Bring it up. Mm-hmm. Bring it up. It was substantial and impressive. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of people are going to be listening. And mm-hmm. just the fact that you're taught that, you know, I don't know what your number is, mm-hmm. but the fact that it's in the hundreds of millions, yep. it's um, probably going to be shocking to yeah. those folks yeah. that are listening. So I felt obliged to bring it up. Yeah. But the reason I ask you to be here, mm-hmm. um, and it's funny, similarly to, you know, asking folks like Mac and Sigley and mm-hmm. uh, just had Mike Weber who mm-hmm. will go up today. Um, I feel like you run your company properly. Now I get this platform to say that, to, to be able to say what yeah, I think hey, properly hey, is. Got fooled, Molly. We're good. Yeah. You know? Let's, let's yeah. cut the interview. We're good now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have Molly we Harding here with us right yeah, now. So that's fooled. good to know. Um, yeah. And, and it's funny, um, when you do things right, the byproduct is growth, mm-hmm. right? So it's mm-hmm. funny that <clears throat> the people that I feel like are building companies well and doing the right things mm-hmm. happen to be companies that are growing and mm-hmm. being successful, and I don't think that's an accident. Um, <clears throat> and when I say the right way, I, to me, um, it is um, understanding... You know, and a lot of people will say that, you know, kind of putting client first, putting mm-hmm. people first, mm-hmm. right? Um, looking at wellness of employees, mm-hmm. looking at education and training for your employees. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you need to execute and be profitable. Mm-hmm. But I think it's the other things. It's the um, investing in your people, looking mm-hmm. at the wellness of them, which is huge. I know you and I mm-hmm. both have pretty strong feelings about um uh health and wellness and you know taking care of your employees and taking Mm -hmm. care of people and taking care of yourself right Mm -hmm. that all matters Mm -hmm. um and i think you're doing some really creative things Mm -hmm. um also i hear from employees Mm -hmm. so it's easy to get a message from a company that Mm -hmm. oh hey we care about our employees or you see something on social media but Mm -hmm. um i hear that you care about them and that mm-hmm. Mike is a great guy. And I know you're, I'm probably mm-hmm. making you uncomfortable doing this. Yeah, I can tell by the, hmm, it's, it's, uh, it's getting pretty weird. over it, here, it, it, And I'm <laughs> the same way and get touchy feely. But at the end of the day, like <clears throat> I think that's what matters, mm-hmm. you know, because you talked about in the beginning that, you know, it's your employees, mm-hmm. right. That execute. And I think it's a, it's mm-hmm. a self-fulfilling thing. If mm-hmm. you take care of your employees, they take care of you. So what, um, what's the right, recipe you know people and, and i'm sorry i know yeah. i've been talking a little long but yeah. it um people might like to lump and call it culture i, I mm-hmm. think that's probably accurate mm-hmm. what is the culture mm-hmm. at dunbrook jks yeah and well, what are you what's your thought behind that what's the right recipe yeah there? well well to to go just a step back you know um where it seems like things are going the right way the comment you made Mm-hmm. Uh, I have screwed up everything possibly in this business. Uh, and uh, you know, my father's been passed away for almost nine years now, but I still remember him telling me that I could screw up a free lunch, which I true, <laughs> fully agree with. Um, so, uh, but going to culture, we really value, we look at, you know, uh, failure almost as a gift, right? It's It's got to be a mindset that, you know, nobody's perfect. Um, this business is incredibly humbling. Um, you know, the second you start feeling yourself a little too much, you know, it will let you know. And, Bring you back down to oh, earth. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, uh, um, you know, the, you know, by nature, a lot of people in this business have, a, you know, a, a pretty positive gung-ho, nothing can hurt me, you know. 
Mm -hmm. uh, you know, if you look at the risk that we take for the fees we do it for, right, you kind of have to have that, you know. Yeah, it's definitely a type yeah. A aggressive yeah. alpha kind yeah. of environment. Yeah, my, yeah. my friends who are in different industries are like, you do this for that and make this. Are you out of your mind? I'm like, kind of, a little, yeah. little bit, you know. Yeah. Um, but, uh, um, you know, we've really made every mistake in the book. You know, the, the real trick is that, you know, when that happens, right, okay, let's look at that opportunity to learn from it. Let's really do everything we can, right, uh, uh, to not make that mistake again. And ultimately, you know, I, I forget, um, you know, who came up with, uh, you know, uh, the study. But, you know, if you look at the whole net promoter score, mm -hmm. the only stat that really matters, you know, in metrics is, you know, what are your friends or what are your clients or what are your employees say about you, right, when you're not in the room and they're talking mm -hmm. to their friends when they're, you know, you know, sitting by the fire or having a beer or whatever they're doing, you know. So, you know, we really try to try to keep that in the back of our minds you know mm -hmm. it's it's you know um you know from a culture right you know um culture is a tough word to really yeah. nail down on as it can be a really positive thing but people can also use the culture word as oh well you can't do that that's a resist to change because that's against our culture and you know so it's it's a tough one to nail down but you know what we really try to live you know two things on our culture it's we spend a lot of time creating our core values um, and, you know, we really try to live by them, you know. So our core values are honesty, integrity and family values. You know, the first two are, are, are pretty simple. Um, there's a million opportunities in this business to cut corners, um, you know, to whether it's, you know, in the field, in the office, you know, in accounting and whatever you're doing. Uh, uh, and chances are you're probably not going to get caught. Right. Hmm. But eventually you will. And that's when things really start to tend to unravel. So, um, you know, uh, um, it takes a lot to, uh, uh, you know, really upset us at mm -hmm. Delbrook JKS. But if you're not being honest and you're not having the highest integrity, that's kind of a, that's a, fast a track golden rule thing. To be you know? out. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, lastly, family values. What does that mean to us? Because that's kind of an ambiguous thing. It, it really means two things. Um, you know, first, uh, you know, we probably spend more time with the people at work, right, um, than many other people, right? If you think, you know, even if you're just at work eight hours a day, that's a lot of times more than you're with your family or... Eight hours sleeping, commuting, yeah, and yeah. doesn't leave much with your yeah, family. Yeah, and, and we all know sometimes this business isn't a, you know, eight-hour-a-day type business. But, you know, you spend a lot of time with the people you work with, and we want to treat each other like family. And that means, right, if you love your brother or you love your sister... And they're being a shithead, right? You need to tell them, you know, you know, knock it off. You know, yep. that's, uh, you know, I love you, but this isn't right. right. Vice versa, right? Uh, they're doing something well. You want to tell them well. And you got to support each other when the ups and downs. And, you know, uh, we believe strongly that if things aren't right at home, you know, um, things aren't going to be right at work. Mm. So, you know, being flexible around that. You know, we have people who are just out of college, right, who are at a different phase of life to... People like myself who, uh, you know, have three young kids at home and we have a lot of other employees with four, you know, young kids at home or, or people in the upper end, right, who have grandkids. And so, you know, kind of respecting people's where they're at in their family life and, you know, helping support them through that, right, will ultimately, you know, if things are right at home, things will be better at work and that benefits everybody. You know? Yeah. How do you go about... Um communicating that though that's and now some of yeah and maybe is it just things that you do that show yeah, that that's you know to to be quite honest um um it's a hard question it, it's word of mouth to be honest with you mm -hmm. you know a lot of the, the 
the, the, the family value piece is, um, you know, we don't want, you know, out in the public, right, if, you know, somebody's going through something tough yep. and we do something to take care of them or, or help them out, right, that piece kind of, you know, is just really by it, word of mouth. Yeah, right? and, it, and it should, right, it, yeah. going back to the family thing, which is some of that stuff should stay within the family, yeah. right? Yeah, the, yeah. It, so. Absolutely. You know, and I'm, uh, you know, for somebody in the, their later 30s, right, I'm not the most savvy on social media. And, you know, but luckily we have Molly oh, here yeah, to, yeah. We're to working really, on that. To really yeah, help yeah. us out. So, you know, that's a, a whole new changing dynamic in just business in general and the construction. So, um, you know, uh, Molly and, and Steve Marshall and their team at our company have really done a good job of trying to take what we do within our office and, you know, let other people know that this is what's important to us. And um, so, you know, that's... Yeah, I mean, I think it comes through um, in the social media side of things because I, I kind of think it's better to refer to it as almost like engagement. A mm-hmm. lot of that happens to be via social media, but mm-hmm. um, engaging in the AEC community, I'll say, just mm-hmm. paint it really broad. And that mm-hmm. includes people that work for you, mm-hmm. people that work at other general contractors, mm-hmm. owners, architects. Um you know, I see you guys use a fair amount of video, and mm-hmm. it can be of your employees. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I see for uh, I'm going to date myself right now, mm-hmm. but for what was it, the uh, Publishers Clearinghouse? I see you oh, running around yeah. with giant yeah. checks, yeah. And, and don't forget the small check, yeah, for it, itself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Check. yeah that's, that was the most important one. <laughs> yes, yeah. and uh, so for people that have no idea what the hell we're talking about, uh, there was something I think I saw it on Instagram. I want to say, and you guys did an internal kind of wellness competition per se mm-hmm. and education and mm-hmm. you know you could win money for mm-hmm. performing the best what what, ha- what happened there i think it's a yeah story. yeah so so before i get into that you know um uh, this business can be hard right it can mm-hmm. be challenging you know I, what i really like about it is um you know you're gonna have days where you're you're really feeling yourself and you can't miss and then you're gonna have days where you get kicked in the teeth you know you know for breakfast um yep. and what really defines it is how do you get up and how you dust yourself off and you know, you got to have fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're not having fun, you know, in this business, right, the chances are it's not going to, yeah, you're gonna be you know, burnt it's, out it's, yeah, it's, it's too stressful and it's too challenging. So we really try to have that, you know, we work hard, but we also, you know, like to enjoy ourselves and have fun. And mm-hmm. But uh, um, probably one of the most successful um, things we've done as a company is uh, we did have a six-week, uh, you know, wellness and nutrition challenge where, uh, um, you know, we had a, uh, you know, very well-respected, uh, you know, she's a CrossFit coach, but also a dietitian and nutritionist, you know, fly up from Florida, and we <clears> bought <throat> one of those fancy body scanners, you know, that tells you okay. your body fat and, you know, all that fun stuff. It's real, you know, we're big on accountability, so yeah. they were private, right? There yeah. were some side bets on some of the readings, but, uh, uh, you know, kind of logged in, and, uh, you know, she did a great job really, uh, you know, educating people about the basics of, you know, nutrition and healthy eating and kind of food is medicine. And, um, you know, uh, 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 it, it was awesome to mm. see uh, because, number one, we're all competitive by nature. Or, I, I want yeah. the phone call next yeah. time she comes up, oh, by yeah. the way. I want to uh, get uh, an honorary employee for oh, the week oh, it, and it, it, I'll, it, I'll come it, hang out. I want know, to go it, in the machine. It, it, it was fun. It was yeah. fun. But, you know, we had one employee who lost over 50 pounds uh, in awesome. in six weeks. And that's just, you know, it's you know, I'm afraid the wind's going to blow him away. You know, I'm a little worried about that, you know, but, uh, but hopefully he's still here with us. But, uh, um, you know, to, to really kind of go through that, you know, there was over, I think 85 people, uh, within our company signed on. And awesome. so we're definitely going to, going to revisit that too. But 
you know, once again, it goes into, um, you know, if, if things aren't right at home or you're not taking good care of yourself or, you know, at the end of the day, things aren't going to be right, you know, yeah. in your work life as well, too. So, you yeah. know, it really all kind of goes full circle. Yeah. And I know this isn't where you were coming from, mm-hmm. but, um, and I've said this myself on, on the show, which is if we were talking prior to this, so you have an idea about where I am on like the mm-hmm. food front, but mm-hmm. if I didn't change the way... I ate, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have my own business right now. I can tell mm-hmm. you that much. Mm-hmm. Only because, I mean, I felt like I performed well no matter where I worked. Mm-hmm. But um, you still always had come one, two o'clock, you'd be tired, you needed coffee, and you just didn't have mm-hmm. the ability to perform kind of at a top level. And mm-hmm. I still have a ways to go, right? I, we were mm-hmm. chatting, I don't oh, exercise yeah. and yeah. play basketball once a week, that's about it. Yeah. But, um, I wouldn't have the energy to start a business because there's a lot. There's a lot to that, right? Don't um, don't don't, don't sell yourself short. You know, we got to talk about your growth too, Joe. You've been, we, you've been killing it over the last. Um, we we <laughs> can, but the don't long sell yourself too short. But the long story, the, the short story on that is that if I didn't make those changes, mm-hmm. like I couldn't do what I'm doing now. I know that I just mm-hmm. wouldn't have had the energy, and I wouldn't have been able to um, execute. So there's another nice byproduct, which is. You probably haven't end up having a more productive employee, mm-hmm. but more importantly, you probably have a happier employee. Mm-hmm. You know, I probably lost over thirty pounds myself. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. that that helps you. You know, that helps your you know ability and your happiness. And, oh yeah. Um, so we've talked about kind of the wellness. We've talked about the family values, the mm-hmm. integrity. Um, you alluded a little bit to the social media and how you've kind mm-hmm. of farmed that out, but. The fact that you realize it needs to be addressed Mm -hmm. is important, right? Mm -hmm. Because we all have the things we're good at and Mm -hmm. not good at. But I think awareness, Mm -hmm. um, because that's critical to engage with the community. Some of your employees might really enjoy and be happy. Probably Mm -hmm. a lot of them really enjoy the fact Mm -hmm. that they work there and they want to engage with Mm -hmm. it. And they want to be proud of the place they work. Oh, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Social media is an avenue for Mm -hmm. that. And it's an avenue for other people that don't work at your company mm-hmm. to see that, hey, wow, that's, I want to go work at a place where yeah. I get a body scan and the guys run, and the CEO yeah. cares that much to run around yeah. with, you know, with giant checks and joke with yeah. probably a close friend of his with a little check. Yeah. You know, well, he earned it. He came in third place. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that communication is key. Mm-hmm. I think. And I'm kind of digging at that's kind of a recipe, right? So we're talking about engagement, using social media to communicate. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got your family values. You've got the wellness, mm-hmm. repeating commitment to family. Um, but then there's education, mm-hmm. right? Uh, the SIP program. Yeah. Um, I'm going to ask you to talk a little bit and maybe sure. explain what that is. Um, I also saw um, – Training Magazine had you guys as mm-hmm. one of the top 125 in the country. Yes. And now for reference, people say top 125 of what? I mean, we're talking names like I jotted some of them down, MasterCard mm-hmm. nationwide. And then I saw um, Walmart and CVS. Mm-hmm. We're talking all Fortune 500 companies. Mm-hmm. Walmart and CVS, I didn't realize. I was digging after the fact to say, like, oh, how big is CVS? Mm-hmm. Walmart and CVS top 10 in the country, mm-hmm. in the Fortune 500. Mm-hmm. So you guys are up there with some major players. A yeah. little shout-out to Gilbane. Yeah, they, they made the list yeah. um, as well. So 
and the criteria is tough. So that's mm-hmm. talking about a sizable investment, mm-hmm. probably something that um, affects your bottom line. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. At least on the on the on the mm-hmm. short term look at it, they might say, "Oh, that's not good for our bottom mm-hmm. line." But I'm assuming mm-hmm. you're looking at the long run. Yeah. Um, so. What's your thought? What, yeah. First of all, maybe talk yeah. to us about so, so, the SIP program yeah. and then what's your, yeah. what's your mindset yeah. on yeah. So, employee so, development. So what I learned uh, very early in my educational career was there are a lot of things that I'm not very good at, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, the, the fish family model for me was C's and D's get degrees, right? So, <laughs> you know, that was, uh, you know, uh, obviously I'm not, you know, you, you know, saying don't do great in school, but... Yeah. Um, you know, so kind of knowing that, uh, and also knowing that this business changes so fast. You know, that's what mm-hmm. is one of the things that's so exciting about it. You know, it's, uh, um, you know, I've really been in the game, you know, uh, you know, since right when I got out of school. But you know, it always work in the summer times. Uh, you know, in high school and, you know, uh, you know, even middle school. You know, how much it's changed in that, you know, twenty years has been, you know, just amazing. So. Um, you can either right uh, uh, choose to you know oh you know millennials don't work hard and they're mm-hmm. just texting all day long and you know choose to bury your head in the sand and you know or you can choose to embrace it and and, and you know learn to kind of you know innovate and because if you don't right you're gonna get left behind so mm-hmm. quickly so um, but uh, you know I've been lucky enough to to really have some really really good people um, you know funny story I give you know all the credit to, to Krista and, you know, some of our other execs for, you know, really helping get this learning and development program, you know, uh, you know, kicked off and running. And where it's really so important, you know, once again, as a general contractor, we self-perform a little bit. Um, not much, uh, you know, nothing like, you know, you know, Anthony and Matt Consigli mm-hmm. and, you know, um, but really the only asset we have is our people. Um, we're not making widgets. We're not making a commodity, right? So, you know, what we really are selling is that our people can do something in a manner that's going to be more enjoyable and more, you know, you know, beneficial than maybe somebody else can do it. So if we're not investing in our people, um, you might as well just, right, you know, be mediocre. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, we really look at it as, as the, the learning and development really is absolutely necessary. And... You know the, the the new class of uh, of people getting into the business um, really require it. You know they all are very passionate about. Okay, you know I want to learn about you know what we're doing, but I also want to become a better person. You know there's, mm. you know the you know our focus. Um, you know there's the hard skills, your OSHA training, your lead safe, right? Your how to, you know you know navigate a BIM program, right? Mm. But the scoff skills are, are are just as important. You know uh, you know leadership. How to have tough discussions, um, conflict management, uh, negotiation, those types of yeah, things. Public speaking, maybe. Public speaking, that, yeah. a- absolutely. And then, you know, there's nothing like on-the-job training as well. Mm. Um, you know, because learning styles, you know, for me, I worked very hard in school uh, to get a C+. That was going up on the, you know, uh, just because, you know, my learning style may be different and some of my skill sets, right? Mm. Uh, but you know, some person may learn very well in a classroom environment. Other people may need to, you know, be out in the field and get hit with a steel beam across the head to, you know. But then they get it, you know. Yeah. Uh, um, so, you know, having the flexibility, you know, to really, you know, help our people, you know, kind of learn whatever best way they can. You know? huh. So, just to paint a picture, I mean, 
you just listed off a lot of things. I mean, how many, and I don't want to say classes, but mm-hmm. how many different programs do you think uh, get oh. run in a year? Oh, I mean, is it one a month? Is it two a, a month? Yeah, is it... I, mean, I mean, you know, it, it, it ebbs and flows. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have some consistent stuff that's run, you know, every month, whether it be, you know, intro to scheduling or, you know, you know, advanced scheduling or, you know, the, the hard skill type stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, Krista actually challenged me to come up with a course, which was probably one of the most enjoyable things. You know, okay. I've done one of the hardest things I've ever done. Okay. Uh, and if my high school advisor ever heard that I was actually teaching a course, he'd probably roll Fall over. His yeah, chair. yeah, yeah, yeah. roll over his grave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. But um, what was that course? <laughs> uh, it was actually on um, you know hard discussions and mindset and uh, you know grit. So okay, yeah, it was some uh, some topics that I you know enjoy reading about. Okay, yeah. Yeah, because so, in, and I'm assuming it's a layered approach, right? Because you have the SIP, which is mm-hmm. yep. um, contractor. Yeah, I mean, yeah, as we call it, the uh, the construction immersion program. Okay, thank right? you. You know, mostly because all the good names were taken by you know some of the firms that we look <laughs> yeah, up yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, Shamit, oh yeah, 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 yeah or yeah. Suffolk or yeah. Elaine. You know, they all you know we you know uh, what's it? Um, you know, imitation is the finest form of flattery, Absolutely, right? Absolutely. Yep, <laughs> you know, yep. but really, what it is is you know there are three skill sets we look for. In almost anybody in the industry is number one can they communicate um, and communication is harder today than it ever has been given mm-hmm. you know podcasts and texts and phone calls and in person right and uh, you know so you have to really learn mm-hmm. how to communicate the right way to a wide variety of people right Absolutely, yeah. um, can this person deal with adversity uh, and when adversity strikes you know how do they handle it right so you know, people with, you know, who've dealt with adversity in their lives or, you know, team sports or military or, you know, scenarios, right, that that lend itself to, you know, when you make a plan and it doesn't go right, what do you do, you know, because that happens pretty much daily in our business. Yep. And thirdly, how does this person function in a team environment? You know, um, the, the personalities in this business are one of the things I really enjoy the most. Yes. They're, you know? they're unique in, yes. in, in, yep. in, in a great way. Uh, and yeah. all across the map. You know, mm-hmm. you can go, you can spend a day talking to, you know, some of the some of the fruitiest people <laughs> you've ever met right across the board. And yep. that's what I love oh, yeah. about it. Yeah. I mean, I could recall first job out of school, you know, literally one minute you're talking to, I won't say what trade, or the guys just got out of prison. And mm-hmm. the next minute you're talking to the developer of a three-quarter mm-hmm. billion dollar project. Mm-hmm. You know, and to be able to speak to both people and communicate what you need absolutely it, it is a challenge. Mm-hmm. It's a completely different um, mm-hmm. skill set um, in as much as language that gets used oh, yeah. to how to communicate to the guy that just got a prison. Mm-hmm. Um, Who may not have an email address. And it, when you yeah. say text me, looks at you like, you know. Yeah. You know, versus a versus sophisticated somebody... owner who's just invested mm. hundreds of millions of dollars into this project and yeah. is wants to talk about, you know, burn rate on their cash flow or on the job or whatever, you know? So it's like, and, and, and I don't want to, it's fun though. I think that's know, a great challenge. That, that's, that's what keeps me coming back. Yeah. Um, you know, and I don't want to minimize this, um, mm-hmm. but actually the, the, the putting the pieces together, right. is kind of the easy part. You know, once you learn the language and figure out, you know, where a beam and a column and, mm-hmm. you know, all those different things and all the, you know, acronyms, uh, the hard part is getting everybody to come together and communicate with each other, you know, in an effective manner. Yeah. Uh, so and coordinate. Yeah, it's 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 manner. an easy business made very hard by the communication and the personality and the the human element. Yeah, right? the human element, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. 
So that's really what we look for in the SIT program. Mm -hmm. And uh, um, so it doesn't matter if they even know what a shovel is uh, because we feel that you know we can teach them all of those things if they have a good mindset and mm -hmm. a growth mindset and are willing to learn and be challenged. And, you know, uh, that's for us has really been successful just because there's so much work going on right now, um, you know, in all the different sectors uh, that, you know, finding, you know, people is harder and harder and harder. Absolutely. It doesn't matter if it's a plumber or an architect or whatever yeah, range. PM, yeah. You know, so our approach, you know, over the last four years is, you know, we really got to, we can't bury our head in the sand. We need to make the investment mm -hmm. and and kind of build our own farm system. So. Yeah. And that SIP program runs, what, a year, two years, three yep. years? Yep. We, uh, uh, you know, we run it pretty much every year. Uh, you know, we have a new incoming class coming in. It's typically around June 1st, right, you know, based off of the, you know, academic. Uh, but we have people who, you know, may have graduated five years ago who started out, you know, in the financial sector and it wasn't really for them. Or, mm -hmm. you know, we may have some people who, you know, are different parts in life, right, who didn't even go to college. But Could have been a carpenter people. and now they're going to, yeah. Absolutely. Yep, yep. So, you know, it's not, you know, religious like it starts on June 1st and people come in. But, uh, you know, in theory, run them through an eight-month rotation in the field, uh, you know, in the office, uh, you know, in an estimating kind of the core operational elements. Okay. Uh, because, you know, you know, I'm kind of a football guy, right? So I equate it, you know, if you're playing linebacker, right? Um, you need to know what you need to do, but you can be okay, right? But if you know what the defensive linemen are doing and what coverage the secondaries are playing, you're going to be so much more better. instinctual and, mm -hmm. right, you know, know exactly where you fit and you know why, right? You, yep. So this is so important for them, you know, uh, to understand why, right, estimating did this way or a field super may have this challenge. So, you know... Mm. Whatever path they pick, you know, after the two years, right, um, you know, they can have an understanding of why it's important in estimating they, you know, buy it out this certain way or carry this in the scope or. Well, yeah, even just think like Exhibit B type stuff yeah. where, you know, you're putting allowances in the field. If mm -hmm. you have an idea that you've been in the field and yeah. you know. Yeah. How much you need for a carpenter to do yeah. guardrails yeah. and, and, and tow boards yeah. and, like, and, and, and had an iron worker come to you and yell at you saying that he doesn't own safety rails. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. When no, you're no. estimating, you'll remember to carry for sure. safety rails. <laughs> it sounds like it might have happened before. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Not saying on our job. Um, so that SIP program runs, they come out of the SIP program mm -hmm. and then they're looking at kind of a plethora of yeah. training, whether it's technology, mm -hmm. soft skills, mm -hmm. yep. technical so, skills. Yeah. So so first and foremost, we really try to be smart about pairing them up on a project, right, that they're going to have an opportunity to learn, um, you know, and be with, a, you know, a mentor out there who is going to challenge them, but also, you know, make the investment. You know, we've really had to educate, you know, our staff, right, where, you know, hey, this is an investment, so we need your buy-in to helping, you know, this person grow. Um so there's obviously the, the classroom type training where they're going through all the basics of, you know, what's, you know, an electrical system or, you know, mm -hmm. this is how we do scheduling or, you know, all those types of things. Mm -hmm. But then we also put them through, Krista's done a, a really good job in the people she works with yes, on, yes. You, know, <laughs> you know, leadership and, you know, all those different, different stuff. So, mm. you know. So you look at that, you look at, technical you look at soft skills you look at technology you're kind of creating um an environment for um them to learn mm -hmm. with the mindset of just um 
creating a well-rounded, mm-hmm. talented employee. Mm-hmm. And w- what does that look like? So you actually, so you have a full-time person that just handles training development. Yep. Correct? Yep. Um, and uh, sorry, I'm going to take a quick right turn because sure. I want to go back to what you kind of said something before. You kind of, when you mentioned that you're a um, small company with big company. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yep. The, the, the shiny tagline is large company sophistication, but small company love. It's funny you you say that, but um, I kind of felt that way mm-hmm. with the engagement that I've had with you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, like I dealt with Rob Carson. Oh yeah, on the construction fire. He, he was one of your your OGs on the podcast. Yes, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. yeah. he was he was perfect. Uh, yeah. I had a lot of mm-hmm. we had a lot of overlap, especially on the code kind of stuff and things. But oh, yeah. oh he, um, he can go down that code. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's a closet nerd. Yeah. Yes. He, uh, <laughs> As building inspectors, we'd call them code weirdos. Yeah. Like, yeah. you actually enjoy the code, which well, is strange. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, it's not a closet now that's out in the old Yeah, yeah, but, he's, you know, yeah he's, We love Rob. We published him. <laughs> um, but I, I look at, you know, Rob as handling risk and safety, and he's looking at um, technologies that he's using, whether it's Pillar or Fedora, or all mm-hmm. these, like, <clears throat> ways to mitigate risk and being very thoughtful around that, getting engaged in the community. So, like, that is something that you would see from a Turner mm-hmm. of the world, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, learning and development, someone, a full-time employee committed mm-hmm. to that mm-hmm. is something you see at mm-hmm. a larger company. So I almost felt, got that sense from yeah. you guys. I think I've actually said that to other yeah. people. I said it's interesting as someone who's not um, talked in the same mm-hmm. sentence as Skanska and Turner and all that yeah. stuff. You guys operate like that, though. Yeah, which... well, well, yeah, you know, and, that, and and thank you, and you know that that's really been one of our strategies is you know once again we're we're only as good as our people. Mm. Um, so we've been lucky that uh, you know get some really top class people. You know, uh, you know Jim Tracy, Ian Briggs, you know people, you know down in our Falmouth office, Krista, Rob Carson, right? I could go on. Mm. You know, our estimating staff is is you know I'd put up against. You know, anybody, but you know the kind of the sales pitch when we're we're courting these people is, you know, look, we're going to do really challenging projects. They're going to be engaging. You're going to be pushed. Um, you know, you're going to be challenged in a, in a work capacity, right? But from a, from an office standpoint, we do have that small company love where, um, you know, we all know each other. Uh, we have a lot of fun. Um, mm-hmm. You know, commute is incredibly important. Um, you know, so with offices in Quincy and Falmouth. You know, it, the fact of the matter, it, it's hard for us to get somebody who's really talented, who who lives, you know, in Revere. Just, you know, it may be yeah. really close, you know, as the crow flies, but to drive through Boston and that traffic, right? So we've been lucky to get a lot of, you know, really good people with some big company, big work, uh, you know. Experience. You know, for instance, Rob Carson was with Jacobs, right? And he's yep. flying all over the world uh, mm-hmm. doing, you know, God knows what. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, provide him a challenging work environment, you know, that's, you know, close to his home where he can still be involved with his kids and uh, 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 and still have that kind of small company feel uh, is kind of the mix of, of both worlds, which is what we're trying to do internally, but also, you know, externally um, to be, you know, in the open shop market who can build a high rise building or build an acute health care, you know, uh, you know, emergency room, uh, but also do it, you know, in a in a fun environment. Yeah, I'd venture to say you're a bit of an outlier there's not mm-hmm. too many companies in the open shop market that mm-hmm. are working in that level of sophistication i think mm-hmm. that's fair to say um <clears throat> so we're getting close to an hour so i 
before I get into kind of the closing questions that mm-hmm. I always ask, or as of lately have always been asking, um, how do you see things playing out for Delbrook? Do you mm-hmm. want to <clears throat> continue yeah. to grow? Do you? How do you see that happening? Yeah. Are you just going to um, yeah. double down on family and integrity and yeah. honesty and wellness and because mm-hmm. yeah. it, it gets harder right as you get bigger yes oh to, yeah yep. when there's 20 of us and we all work together mm-hmm. and we know each other and there's mm-hmm. a culture it, it's easy and everyone knows yeah. it right mm-hmm. it's a lot harder when it's 200 and not 20 yeah. right so like how yeah <clears throat> So, you know, you know, 10 years ago, right, we were, you know, 40 million and, you know, 30 employees, you know, now, uh, you know, we ended up uh, just north of 400 and, you know, about 215 employees. So it's, it, it's absolutely different, right? Mm. But, um, you know, we refuse to accept um, that, oh, it's too big and the culture and, you know, no, it's, let's keep it simple. Let's, let's do the right thing. Let's treat people well. Let's, you know, it doesn't matter if they're the subs or the architects or the engineers or the clients or each other. You know, let's mm. let's let's treat each other well. But you know, what's the future for us? Um, you know, what we're not focused on is okay. We're four hundred million now, so next year we need to be four fifty or you know five percent or five hundred or mm. you know um, you know obviously when running a business you got to look at those things, but that's not you know our number one driver. It's it's really you know we need to have the best people, right? You need to provide you know internal growth opportunities for them. Right, so that's can be a lot of. I wasn't thinking about that. Yeah, yet. yeah. You know, if you know, if you have good people, but you don't give them an opportunity to grow, they're gonna go elsewhere. Oh well, yeah, they'll they'll be it. You know, and any of our competitors within a second. And yeah, it's no fault to them, right? Oh, they're trying uh, to uh, grow 100%, their career. Uh, yeah. that, that's on that's on us. You know, hmm. that's on that's on me and our leadership team to 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 provide that to them. That's um, interesting. I wasn't. Th- I never. I never. It makes total yeah. sense when you say it, but yeah. I never thought about it that well, way. Like, well, and, and there's there, there's no shortage. You know, uh, our guys are getting called three, four times a day. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, come work at this company for, you know, what's your title? We'll make you. You're if you're an assistant, PM, you're, yeah. now you're a senior PM, and we'll pay you thirty thousand dollars more. And, mm-hmm. You know, and we've lost some people uh, mm-hmm. uh, to that, right? But we look at it as you know, that's you know, look, they, they got to do what's right for them and their yeah. families, but. If we have a great environment, you know, a good work environment and provide challenging projects and, and there's, you know, growth opportunities, right? Not only on the projects that you're working on, but hey, if you want to learn more about whatever it is, please go see Krista. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if it's not within the scope we offer, right, we're, we're going to find we're, it. We'll find it. You know, it's... I've noticed that, yeah. But, you know, right now there's... I have no desire to, to get on a plane uh, to go mm-hmm. do work. Um and we've been blessed and, and lucky that the the um, you know the Boston market you know is probably the hottest. In, yeah, there's in, more, more than enough to yeah, go around here. Yeah, yeah, there's more than go around. So you know what's next for us is you know we want to continue to to push the markets you know we're in to continue to get better. Um, you know whether that's you know more sophisticated projects or larger projects or you know we have a few high rise projects coming up. So that's mm-hmm. a new kind of arena we're pretty excited about. So. Um, you know, and also too, you know, we we can't just you know have our head in the sand, right? Um, times are good. Um, you know, the projections for nineteen and, and early twenty are looking; they're still to be good. But we need to be ready that if you know the market rate housing were to go away, that you know we have three or four other viable options uh, that we can be competitive and are already, you know, you know, firmly planted in. So, okay. trying to balance that, it's it's a daily 
type thing. I can imagine. Yeah. Huh. yeah. All right. So now I ask you to look at your crystal ball. Yeah. Um, and you record it so we can yeah. make you look silly in yeah. 12 months from now or, yeah. or make you look like a, yeah, absolutely. Uh, a, a swami. Absolutely. Um, over the next 12 months or so, mm-hmm. what do you think that we are going to see more of? Yeah. And then the follow-up to that is um, what do you want to see more of? Yeah. Yeah, what, what, what I'm kind of seeing now is ultimately, you know, I, I really try to block out a lot of the larger picture, you know, you know, macro economy, macro, stuff. right? You know, you, you, you pay attention quickly, but, uh, you know, you can get go down a rabbit hole and worry yourself to death about, you know, what's going on with tariffs or what's going on. It definitely affects what we're doing, but, mm-hmm. um, you know. The concern is is cost has risen, right? You know, across mm-hmm. the board within construction, five percent a year, right? So over one year, not a big deal, but you know, going four or five years, right? That's twenty twenty five percent, and if you're you know really doing the math, it's twenty eight twenty nine percent, right? You know, mm-hmm. um, land costs have right, you know, gone up, right? Uh, interest rates are are slowly creeping up, and and banks now are starting to. You know, require a little more equity than they were and they're a little more stringent on their loaning requirements so my gut is that you know people everybody wanted to get into housing right recently you know everybody you know who had a piece of land is now a housing developer because the market was so strong there that um you know people you know using outside equity or outside money right it's going to be harder for them to hit the returns that they were hitting the last couple of years. Okay. Um, so some of those deals may get stalled or, or may have some challenges, but I think the, the housing developers that have the ability, right, to, you know, you know, raise some of their own equity or have some more flexibility along those lines will, will still be successful and there's still a good solid market. And it's no secret the demand for, for workforce housing, for middle income housing is just still yeah, so absolutely. strong. And, and more from a macro standpoint, just the business coming to Boston, right, is still just, just tremendous, you know, right. our universities and, you know, what's going on over here, you know, even though we didn't get, uh, you know, H, you know, HQ2, uh, you know, Amazon still, still here, playing, right, yeah. so, you know, does Delbert JKS benefit directly from that? Probably not, but we absolutely benefit from all the, the secondary, the, the you know, all, all the, the ripple effects, so. Okay. Um, do you think... Um escaping me sorry so you if i'm going to rephrase that um you think we're going to see a more tightening in the market that makes it a little more difficult for these projects to yeah yeah uh, you know i to... you know i you know i i think a little bit but you know i think the growth is still going to be there but not at the rates that we've seen um you know looking at you know our crystal ball just within our small little sliver of the pie you know, we're looking at, you know, you know, five, five percent growth, right? You know, maybe 10 percent growth right within our and that's kind of a good manageable amount for us. Um, do you um, do you think you'll see more of the Mill Creeks and Wood Partners and Avalons of the world where they start looking to self perform as it becomes harder to build? Uh, potentially, um, you know, it's it's. The, the it, thought being is they're paying you a fee where if they're yeah, building it themselves. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we've seen a few of those guys come back into the marketplace, um, you know, and this is a, a 100% luxury problem, mm-hmm. right? But it's much harder to build a building today than it was three or four years ago, right? Just because as the market has been spread so thin, 
um, you know, you know, architects are busy, engineers are busy, subs are busy, right? It, you know, our job to manage that within a, you know, time frame, you know, in a budget is, is more challenging, mm. right? Um, so, you know, I think they're going to have the same challenges that we're having. So, you know, due to the fact that we have those relationships, you know, we always sell, sell the value in those relationships. Right. Um, you know, obviously some people, you know, may think they can do it themselves. Do it themselves. And good, good for them. Good luck for them. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And then how about, and this can be either more or less, what would you like to see more or less of? Uh, what would I like to see more of? Um, you know, I, I, I'd like it to see... It could be industry-wide. Yeah. It could be, yeah. hey, I'd like to see, you know... Yeah, you, you know, um, I, I'd like to see more people just generally positive, um, you know, about the, the construction industry as a whole. Um, you know, in my opinion... You know, some of the, you know, plumbing foremen, right, who don't have an email address, right, that you meet out in the field are probably some of the smartest people I've met in my life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they may be covered in grease, right, but that, that doesn't take it away from the fact of that. And, you know, I, I'm hoping that, uh, you know, from the trades or, you know, from our sector that, you know, the new kind of rising, you know, crop of people, right, view the construction industry as, as something that's a, a positive, something that they can, you know, be filled in it's something mm. they can support their families with whether you're you know uh, you know a laborer or a carpenter or you know um you know doing bim models do, do, yeah doing bim models or, or doing what we're doing or, or yeah. you know because that's 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 a real industry problem it's mm. it's it, you know uh, it's not sexy to to be a plumber where it's it's really sexy though to you know make thirty thousand dollars a year and work at google and have a hundred thousand dollars of college debt and I, you know that's couldn't agree more. Yes. I think that's been my favorite answer so far because yeah. um, I think most people that work in our business feel that way, right? Mm. Which is, you know, um, most people don't get what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, they automatically think if you're in construction that, yeah, you know, yeah, you're yeah. building a deck or you're digging the ditches or you're unclogging yeah, the toilet. And, 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 and we're not just... going to call you back and <clears throat> we're not going to pay our bills. And, you know, you know, yeah. that's, you know, yeah. that's the shoddy contract. And you're gouging right? me. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. There's, there's just, you know, maybe car salesmen, but mm-hmm. there's, oh, yeah. there's not too many other industries out there that yeah. have a reputation that I, I think is just really off, mm-hmm. you know, and it's a shame because um, I had Fran Colantonio in, uh, we haven't published it yet, but he's done a lot over the last oh, yeah. five years trying yeah. to encourage people to go into construction mm-hmm. and make good choices, um, you know, and I think... I think a lot of people feel that way. And mm-hmm. um, I think the more people that I get out there and talk about it and go to schools and whether it's social media or whatever the avenue is, um, I think our industry really could use mm-hmm. a, uh, a PR campaign. Oh, yeah. I think it's a great opportunity for people. You look at the, the wages of mm-hmm. kids coming out of mm-hmm. Wentworth. They're uh, phenomenal. Absolutely. And 100% placement. Most colleges would kill for those kind of numbers, yeah. mm-hmm. right? The CM department, hundred percent placement, either job mm-hmm. or going for a, um, mm-hmm. a graduate degree. Yeah, well, you know, uh, you know, I'm a believer that you know talent is distributed. Excuse me, talent is distributed pretty evenly, right? Mm-hmm. Opportunity isn't, right? So, you know, if you look at somebody, right, who may, you know, not at the best opportunities growing up, mm-hmm. right, and you know, may have not finished high school. Right, they can learn a trade, become a plumber, right, and quickly make sixty, seventy, eighty, you know, you know, hundred thousand dollars a year, yeah. right? Not including <laughs> side work they're doing for their friends on, you know, Saturdays and yeah. Sundays. And, right? and to your point, without 
150,000 well, in debt. With zero in college yeah. debt, you know? Right. Um, you know, and, and, you know, so, you know, I just hope that, uh, um, that, that people continue. wake up to that. Yeah, that people wake up to that or, or else I think we're all going to have, you know, you know, a lot of challenges, right? This, you yeah. know, it's going to be, it's going to be hard to, you know, we're all, once again, we're only as good as the people building the buildings. So, awesome. you know, if they're not in a good place, none of us are in a good place. So. Awesome. We'll yeah. leave with that. Uh, Mike, Excellent. I uh, appreciate you coming out. Great. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Okay. Take care, Mike. Awesome. Hey, everyone. Can't thank you enough for listening to the show. Uh, hope you enjoyed it. Hope you loved what you heard. Um, if you did, if you wouldn't mind heading over to SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, wherever it is that you listen, and give us a rating. It would help us to get heard, which would be huge. Keep this thing going. Um, if you want to get more involved, head over to massconstruction.org. You can see what we do there. You can also connect with us on LinkedIn, Instagram, or Facebook, all from that page, whatever your medium is that you prefer. Uh, and last thing I got to say is thank you, thank you, thank you. Keep your hands away from me.